Welcome to Wine Down with Kayla and Christy. We are women who love to drink wine and we love to talk. So grab a glass and let's wind down together. <laughs> hey Kayla. Hey Christy. We are back with another episode, our first official episode of Wind Down with Kayla and Christy. And we are looking forward to jumping off this podcast venture. Um, if you haven't listened to our intro, definitely go check that out and you'll learn a little bit more about me and Kayla in that episode. So we're going to get started in this episode and we're just going to have a conversation and basically that's what y'all be listening to us chat. Um, but first, what are you drinking tonight, Kayla? So tonight I'm drinking, um, it's a Black-owned wine company. It's Two Sisters called the McBride Sisters. So they have a line of wine. I'm actually drinking the one in the can. I don't know if y'all can see that. There you go. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in a can this one in particular I can't it's not showing there you go there, there, we, go. there we go yeah. alright so it's called uh, She Can It's a Rose it's a California wine um, and it tastes pretty good um, it's not sweet so that's always a plus right now for me I'm kind of venturing away from the sweet wines um, it's kind of that in between. Um, they have a few other brands, but this is gonna be—I mean, a few other ones. But this is the wine that I'm gonna drink for the month. So every week, I have one of their wines to tell y'all about it and um, see how they how they taste. So they're they're bottles of wines that they have. They actually call them black girl magic is what it's called um but yeah i've been hearing great things about it so i wanted to try it um especially as it's a black owned business um i'm all about supporting um our black owned businesses so yeah it's pretty good nice um what are you drinking so Everyone who is listening to this audio, you can watch the video of our podcast on YouTube. So if we're talking about something and we're showing it, it's because we also have a video recording of this podcast. <laughs> I thought about that in our last episode because I was like, oh, look at our shirts. We were showing our shirts and stuff like that. And I'm thinking like, somebody listening to this and be like, we can't see your shirt. <laughs> so if you want to see what Kayla is drinking, definitely head over to YouTube and check out our video of this podcast. So um, Kayla knows this, but I am not at home. I'm at my mom and daddy's house. So tonight, I'm not drinking anything. <laughs> um, I had intentions of going to the store to get something, but um, my daddy, he's being so I was like, it's okay, I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm just gonna get me some water. <laughs> so I'm drinking some water. <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna drink for you. Thank you. Thank you, girl. I would love to have something. Trust me. I would. <laughs> so tonight, Kayla is the only one winding down. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna drink for all of us tonight. It's all right. 
Yes. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like a really good one. I definitely want to check that out. Um, where did you say you had you found yours at, Kayla? So I found this one at Target. Um, they do sell it at. I think it's Kroger's, some Walgreens. Um, if you go to their site, um, you can look up and see which wines they sell at which places um, near you. Because it's not a lot of places that they're selling it. So I believe it was Target, Walgreens, and Kroger. Um, and we'll put that in the description um on our youtube video um we'll have all that links down there for y'all to check it out as well yes and this video is not sponsored y'all yes it's not not sponsored but one day yeah one day maybe (laughs) they'll see this and decide to sponsor us and yeah but it's not sponsored so (laughs) everything that we're doing is just purely just us trying different wines and giving y'all our feedback on it and what we think. That's it. But one day, y'all, we're going to be sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so tonight we want to talk a little bit about, um, in in the category of mental health. So I saw this meme on Facebook, and I sent it to Kayla, and it was like a picture of like a woman in the water, and she had her hands up, and like somebody was like, the person was saying, oh, you're so strong, girl, and, like, giving her a high five, but really she's, like, reaching out for help, and she was drowning in the water. And I thought a lot about, like, us as women and as moms, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are expected to carry, you so much and not need help. And when we're kind of like showing, we might not ask verbally for help, but we might be showing, hey, I really do need help. People just give us a pat on the back and say, you know, good job. You're a good mom. You're a good wife. Da, 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 da. But that doesn't really help our situation. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Maybe, um, you know, we can share some of our own personal experiences. And hopefully, you know, you guys out there listening, if you have some things that you want to share you feel like this is a safe space to share too. Um, So like Kayla mentioned, like everything will be in our description, like Facebook, Instagram, any other way that you can contact us, we'll have it available to you. So if there's anything you ever want to talk about, any questions you have, like we're available to talk about those things. So what did you think about the meme when I sent it to you, Kayla? So I don't think I thought anything in particular. Um, but I definitely, I definitely got it. I understand it. I feel like that as black women, we're held to a certain, um, standard that, you know, we're always strong, you know, always got it together. Um, and that, that's what we portray on a daily but, I mean, in, in real life, I mean, yeah, we are strong. We do have it together. But we do have those times where we're, um, you know, we're just not okay, you know. And it's okay not to be okay. I feel like that it, we don't get that enough um, to feel like, okay, you're not good. It's okay, you know, that you're not good. I got, I got you. We don't get that enough. Um, especially black 
black women to black women, I feel like we don't hold each other up enough or um, therefore each other enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely a struggle. I, I feel like at times that us as black women, we feel like, I'm not gonna say it's try to fit in, um, but in all actuality, you know, we're in a in a world where we're not appreciated, you know. So we kind of are trying to always fit in um, and not be, um, how can I say it, put in a stereotype, even though we are. We're always trying to steer away from that stereotype that we're put into because because of our skin tone, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it, it is definitely a eye-opener to me. So, yeah. For sure. I know, like, after, um, so I have a 10-month-old, almost a 10-month-old. can't believe it's been 10 months already. It is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after I had her, like, I wanted to, like, immediately, like, get back, right? Like, be back, like, to my normal self, being able to cook and clean and, you know, like, as if I didn't just have a baby. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But for, like, two weeks, I was literally out of commission. Like, there was, my body just was not going to let me do anything. And I felt so depressed. I was depressed. I was, like, I felt like, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not being able to get back up? Like I see other people being able to do like, or, you know, I felt useless and it really weighed on me. Like, well, I'm not able to do what I need to do as a mother and as a wife. So I felt like, I felt like, you know, the S word basically. Right. And I had this thought in my mind, like, I, this is not, this shouldn't be like, I should be able to do what I'm supposed to do. But I just couldn't. My body would just not let me. So I I felt really down. And I didn't want to talk about it to nobody because I, I was like, well, nobody's going to understand. Or especially to other women who I thought, well, they like they snapped back in no time. So they're not going to understand where I'm coming from. And so I felt like something was wrong with me. And that really like played on my mental, my mental, you know, my mental Right. It was really rough for me to try to come back out of that. And for like a long time, I was like, I don't even want to look on Instagram. I don't want to look on Facebook because I'm tired of seeing all these people. <laughs> and all, you know, <laughs> like they yeah. got it all together or whatever. <laughs> so, and you know, that's another point. Like I think social media plays a lot into how we look at ourselves as women and as mothers and as wives. Because oh, definitely. Other people like, well, she got it together. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, why don't I? Most definitely. Um, It definitely plays a major role in it. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, we have to realize we don't know what their struggle is behind the camera. You know, most people, you know, it's a facade that they're playing, you know, for social media. You know, when in reality, they don't have it all together. You know, they're just regular people like us um, trying to figure it out. I mean, I definitely, when I had my son, um, went through a depressed, depression, anxiety. Um, it was a bad experience for me. Hence, I only have one child. 
(laughs) (laughs) It was definitely a bad experience for me. And, you know, just going through that experience, I mean, I would love to have another one, but it's just what happened has deterred me from that. You know, I spent a whole month telling the doctor I had a C-section and I spent a whole month telling the doctor, like, something isn't right. You know, something is going on um, with me and, you know, I'm just always in pain. It's just painful. I understand I had a C-section and I'm healing, but it's something else. And I've, I realized at that point that doctors don't, they don't listen to at Blacks, you know, they just kind of brush, brush it off. Whereas if I was a white woman, I feel like they would have taken it more seriously. Yeah. Um, and through, since, you know, throughout the years, um, since having my son, I've realized that, you know, like, no, hello, I know my body, something isn't right, and I need y'all to do something. You know, it, it took them a whole month to actually do something and look to see, you know, what was going on with me. I, I had to go to the emergency room. I was just in so much pain. I couldn't do nothing, you know. And my husband had went back to work at the time. We weren't married. Um, he had went back to work. I was at home alone with the baby. I got up to eat some breakfast. I got some cereal and it just came all up. And I was just in pain the rest of the day. I literally laid in the bed in a fetal position the rest of the day. And it's like my son knew it because he gave me no issues. He just laid there. If You know, when I needed to feed him, I fed him. You know, I breastfed them, but I stayed in that fetal position. And it got to the point where I had to text him and be like, when you get home, we have to go to the emergency room. Like, I have to go. I can't take it anymore. And they literally told me if I would have waited any longer, I would have had a colostomy bag. That's Mm -hmm. how bad it was. And it took a whole month of me saying, like, something isn't right. And just finally putting my foot down, like, no, I got to go to the emergency room. Y'all have to do something. And if you come back and tell me that something is not, everything is fine, I'm not going with that. You know, I went in for emergency surgery that night. You know, so it's definitely... um, pregnancy can you know weigh on you um in that aspect you know especially when you know something isn't right or you you want to automatically you have other children you want to be able to do things with them you know they gotta eat (laughs) you know you gotta be able to cook you know clean and all of those things and you know it's hard when you can't just bounce back from that you know especially if you don't have any help you know if you don't have family around you know somebody has to still go to work so you know at the end of the day it is left on the mother to pick up the pieces and do what we got to do and you know at times that's a lot of pressure for us we don't show it but it's a lot of pressure and being that we 
want to be super mom and yes. you know be this strong woman that we are you know it's sometimes we have to ask for help yeah you know I know we want to have our spouses sometimes just pick up on <laughs> you know I need you to do this yes. you know and we automatically want them to read our minds but in reality they can't do that yes. you know we have to be able to tell them like okay I'm not okay yeah I need help with this or I need you to do this yeah. or uh, when you come home instead of doing this I need you can you do this yeah. you know this would be a big help for me I know you're tired but I'm also tired and working too you know you don't want it to seem like their their job is yeah. you know more important than what you're doing you know you're equals you know you're both doing the same thing whether if I'm a stay-at-home mom and you know your spouse is going out to work you you know you still you're still doing stuff you're running yeah. behind a collar all day exactly. you know yeah. but you're talking to a two a three or four <laughs> <all day>. right <laughs> you, know, you don't have that adult interaction on a daily yeah you know like your spouse would you know even the, the tables were turned the wife goes out and the husband stays home you know I, it should be the same way you know yeah. when they come home you know you help out it's just automatic yeah you know I just it's it plays with your mentee you know, a lot. And a lot of people just press it down and hold it in. And I'm one of those people. I hold a lot of stuff in and, you know, in the end, it doesn't turn out good at all, you know, so. I'm the same way. I, I definitely find it hard to ask for help mm -hmm. or to share you know what things I might be burdened with or whatever and like what you what you were talking about like asking for help because they don't know how to read your mind it mm -hmm. took me a while to get to that point because I, I like I feel like okay if you hear the baby crying and continuing to cry and the baby's not being sued then something is wrong so you need to come <laughs> in here and see what's going on right <laughs> right <laughs> definitely but I had to get to a point where I'm like okay I have to ask him for help because he thinks I got it mm -hmm. you know? and so that that was hard I just something I had to learn <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely was jealous at one point of my husband because I just felt like you know you off work yeah. you know on leave with me but I'm the only one kind of doing, you know, here. Yeah. You know, here, you, you're able to go out to the gym, you know, go out and do stuff. I can't do anything. And it's, I was definitely jealous at one point in time and frustrated. Yeah. You know, but I also had to realize, like, okay, like, he do need to get out, too. You know, he can't just sit here with me the whole time, you know, he need to get out and do stuff and get stuff done. You know, even though I know it wasn't, he wasn't going out hanging out with the boys or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. 
it was just kind of like, okay, I, I want to go out too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just get in the car with you, ride? <laughs> I just want to ride somewhere, you know? It was kind of like that, you know? It was like... <laughs> Like, really like you be going out again like right. how long you gonna be you know <laughs> I, I, I definitely think that's uh something that every woman goes through you know yeah, for sure you know but it's it I mean it definitely puts you in a place where you just kind of like well dang you yeah. know like you get into a depression, you know, like I'm always here and you get out, go out and have fun, even though we know it's not really them going out and having fun, they're going to handle the business, but you know, it's just like, okay, when you get back, I'm still gonna have to just sit here, you know, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. Like, um, for me, it was. Especially, okay, so for those who don't know, um, my husband's in the military. So, like, when we first moved, I felt, like, super alone because I had moved away from everybody I knew, my family, my friends, or whatever. And then I was in this town, don't know nobody. (laughs) And he goes off, you know, obviously, he's at work, so he automatically makes friends, right? So, he makes friends, and I'm still, like, "Mm." you know, I'm in the house with the kids all the time. And he's like, well, why don't you go out and make friends? But it's not, I feel like it's not as easy when, like, it's not that right. easy for me to go out and make friends as it is for you, especially when you're working, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's kind of natural for you to make friends because you're outside of the house all the time. Right. Whereas for me, I have to kind of like put myself out there. You know, I got kids everywhere I go. I got to take all along with me. Right. <laughs> Right, so that's a little bit different, yeah. So I was jealous too because I was like, dang, like he out there, he got friends. I don't know nobody here, you know. Right. Like, that's it's been tough, it's been a rough road, <laughs> yeah. Definitely being a military spouse or child, yeah. it's definitely different. Um, what making friends, um, I think that. You know, when you you have to go to like those ball the balls and you know different functions and things like that that they have in order for the wife to make friends. Yeah. You know, but even still, it's just kind of like okay, like I don't yeah. really, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm not for me. I'm not a big talker, which you know you probably wouldn't believe. I'm not a big talker so you know putting myself out there I'm making friends it's not me so unless you came and talked to me first and (laughs) we kind of making a conversation yeah I mean even still I'm kind of on the fence but yeah. I'll, you know, I'll reply to you, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll try, but I, it's, I don't make a lot of effort, you know. Right. And you you've know, always been like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember. You know, my circle is very small. <laughs> my circle is very small. I don't, you know, I don't talk to the friends that I have on a daily basis. You know, but when we get together, it's like we never left. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have those type of friends. 
but it's just not me to you know every day yeah you know what right. you doing yeah. da, da, da. you know I'm just not that person yeah. I'm not that type of friend so um I mean, I'll definitely text and check on you and things like yeah. that. I'll text you before I call you. So <laughs> we are very yeah. much alike. So that's I think that's why we do good as friends because we right. are much alike. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But when I met Kayla in high school, she was the same exact way. Like she didn't say <laughs> nothing to nobody <laughs> at all. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was very. We had to go out and make her become my friend because she won't go say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> people used to always think I was mean. To this yeah. day, they they be like, "You you so mean." I'm not mean. <laughs> you, know, you have to get to know me first. I just don't. I just don't mess with everybody. Right. You know. Um, I'm just that. I'm just a quiet person. I say yeah. to myself, you know. I'm very to myself. Don't bother me. Right. You know, and that's that. Yeah. But it's it's definitely more difficult making friends as an adult, mm -hmm. especially as a a mom. And you know what I'm saying? Because like, it's not like you can just pick up and go out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to find a sitter. There's got to be the same time that you can find a sitter. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that long. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. And then also trying to find somebody that you you know mesh well with, or or kind of like in the same place in life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like I have a lot of friends that aren't anywhere near where I'm at. Like you know they might not be married, definitely don't have kids. So, so I'm not saying that I don't want to be friends with somebody like that, but it's just a little bit harder to. You know, identify with somebody who's not in that in the same that's, place as you, and that's true. Yeah. You know, it's hard to find um, friends that are married and have kids. I mean, they don't even have to have kids; just having a, a friend, friends that are married to be yeah. able to hang out with because they're in the same space as you. Yeah. Um, you know, in their life, it's it's just hard. Mm-hmm to do yeah. that um and you know my husband he's not a big you know hang out with nobody either <laughs> type of person so for us for us it's just kind of like you know when we do find somebody we we always kind of get to the point where oh yeah well we got to do something yeah. you know but it never happens <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you finally find a couple, yeah. you know, and y'all coming cool, you know, doing a little stuff here and there. But like when it's really like, oh yeah, we really got to go do something. Then the yeah. it never happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know. But it's definitely harder. I think it's even harder when you're a uh, um, military spouse, though. Um, yeah. Cause you know you you never know when you're gonna move. Yeah, and you know, too, like, why? They, like sometimes I make that. I don't mean to, but a lot of times I kind of make that as an excuse, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to get too involved in this because I'm probably gonna be moving in the next couple months. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, and and I have tried like 
reaching out to like certain people like in like some of the groups I'm in mm-hmm. but it don't ever like pay out to anything you know most of the time people on the weekends they want to spend time with their with their spouse and their right. kids, you know what I'm saying so that under, that's understandable and I can't really do nothing during the week because um, I got get kids to school and uh-huh. gotta, yeah you know it's just a lot right so right I kind of just hold on to the friends I have and I just <laughs> go over the day right <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's understandable. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know you, you you make a friend and then you gotta move. So then it's like, well, you know, oh, uh, they gotta move, you know. Yeah. So you you get in the mindset of you don't want to get close to anybody, yeah, exactly. um, or get used to being around, you know. Anybody, because you don't never know, you know, you could have to pack up and leave tomorrow and have to start all over again. You know, I was definitely blessed because my husband was retired once we (laughs) once we met. So I don't have to go and do none of that. But I am (laughs) I am an army brat. So both of my parents, you know, were in the military. So. I didn't have to experience a lot of moving around, so I was blessed in that sense as well. Um, but I mean, it's definitely hard. My brother did. Uh, my brother experienced the moving more than I did, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, I was really blessed in that sense. Um, and you know, my mom went away. I, you know, stayed with family. Yeah. So it's never been like a thing of oh you know y'all gotta go you know we were able to stay with family once you know my mom had me um so I mean it's definitely I think it's definitely a big difference um from somebody that's not in the military and somebody that is um but yeah I mean you get lonely though yeah, and I think become depressing, and you know, yeah. in itself. So yeah, it is. Um, what well, was I would say it was because now I'm more in the. I'm trying to get better at just cultivating the friendships I already have, and maybe once I, you know, we move again because right now the where we are is just a training um, base anyway. So people right. come and go there anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not faulting myself <laughs> for not trying to make, <laughs> you know, make friendship right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once we get somewhere um, else, I, I might try again. But right now, I'm not <laughs> about it. But I was in that space where I was like, oh, I'm so lonely. You know what I'm saying? But um, thankfully, we know we live in an age where you can FaceTime and video right. chat, text, and, you know, try to um, talk. You could talk to your friends on a better basis. So I couldn't imagine doing that doing this in a time where you couldn't do that right i think i would really have been like because I, I as much as i don't like i I call myself like an introvert sort of but mm. i feel like i can't not have a, i have friendships you know what I'm saying? i can't do that so i couldn't imagine being in a military spouse and not being able to like call up somebody like real quick you know so facetime somebody like right. that would be yeah, so thank God for technology. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know what we'd do if we didn't have, you know, a cell phone. Yeah. You know, our video chat. 
Yep. Um, I mean, I definitely, I don't, I remember the times when we didn't, and yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where I would be without right. it now. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely something, you yeah. know, all the technology that we have now. So, yeah. yeah. And even with all of that, there are still some people who, you know, struggle. And um, I, I do want to point out, so if you are a Black woman and you need a therapist, there is an organization called Therapy for Black, Therapy for Black Girls. So I'm going to link their information in the description too because, um, you know, one thing we don't do is we don't like to talk to people. Like, and that's a big thing in Black culture. And right. you feel like you shouldn't have to talk to a therapist. But do it if you don't have especially if you don't have like a good friendship with somebody that you feel like you can vent to mm-hmm. um, and or somebody like because for me and my spouse you know me and AJ we can talk really good we have really good communication like if, no matter what I'm going through I can talk I know I can talk to him mm-hmm. but sometimes you still need somebody else you know to talk to somebody outside of your house to talk to so um, if you ever need somebody to talk to that's a good organization to go through Okay. Yeah, I definitely can talk to my husband too, but you know, sometimes he he might be the issue. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. And you know, I just don't want to tell you, you yeah. know, what my issue is with you right now. Right. I want to talk to somebody else. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but I definitely know that I can go to him. And he asks me all the time, you know, you okay? You know, you got something on your mind you want to talk about, you know. So he definitely is in tune with me and knows when I'm down or, you know, I'm struggling. Yeah. You know, even though I might say, no, I'm okay, I'm good. I love to say that too, girl. (laughs) He'll continue. To, I know, I know it. He'll continue to ask me, like, you know, you sure you okay? Oh my god, like, Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I know it's just like I said, I'm okay, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he definitely notices. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> When, you know, I got something on my mind or something that's bothering me or, you know, I'm feeling some type of way, like something is going on. He definitely knows. So I can definitely give him that and know that I can always go to him and talk to him, you know, Um, and know that he's not going to let up, even though I say I'm okay, you know. So, yeah, that's always a plus in a spouse. um, and I love him for that, you know, especially with my past struggles. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we are going to continue this conversation in our next episode. Um, but I just want to say thank you for listening to us chat. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you were able to wind down and get something out of our conversation today. Um, anything we talked about will be linked in the description. Uh, also, if you're listening on Anchor or Spotify, wherever we are right now, um, definitely go over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. If you're watching on YouTube, then head over to our podcast and subscribe there. 
um, so we can start building our community and our uh, listeners. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Kayla, do you have anything else to say? Yes. Yeah, so leave a, make sure you subscribe. Um, you know, go ahead and leave us some comments. Leave yeah. us what you would like to hear us talk about as well. Um, and leave us and let us know what you're drinking. Yes, yeah. definitely. Let us know what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can try some as well. Um, but yeah, definitely let us know. Leave us some comments and just let us know if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about. Um, and that's it. Awesome. All right. Thank you. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. See y'all.